Hey, never mind the extended countdown. That's none of your business. Anyways, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we are here again. No Cool Down Podcast, episode 39. Damn, we got 39, but no clues in this hole, bro. We know exactly what we're doing. We don't even need no damn clues, man. We know for a fact that it's one of the best damn podcasts out here. We're back again for another episode this week. I am that man, Tripp, and of course, I am joined by my podcast host with the most. When easy. How you doing, dog? I'm doing pretty well, man. I'm doing pretty well. Cannot complain. Yeah, man. It's it's been a it's been a better week. It's been a better week, at least in terms of gaming news, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Like it's been a lot of stuff going up and down and crazy. I've actually you know what? I picked the worst time to like decide to not react to nothing because literally everything has come out this week. Every damn thing has come out this week. But you know what? It's fine. I'm I'm on I'm on my path of change and I'm I'm my actual path to slow down. I did that ass though. I haven't uploaded anything on YouTube in two weeks. It's been two weeks mm-hmm. I uploaded a YouTube video. I I am on like step possibly two of twelve on my road to recovery. I, I'm trying to get my I'm trying to get my stuff together, but it's all good though, man. How you feel about what's going on this week? Um, it definitely. How do I put this? Y'all, y'all could have just like spread this out a little bit. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. I just feel like this is so much news. I covered as much as I could because like I got a job, so <laughs> I just wish that there was a little bit like can i get a little bit of breathing room you know like last week we didn't have, barely had anything to talk about now this this week there's so much to talk about y'all kind of se- separated into two weeks at least you know nah dead ass though i ain't gonna lie to you like this was like last week it was dead ass like one thing maybe but now we had something on tuesdays like two things on tuesday one thing on wednesday thursday friday was already you know thursday today was packed there's still news that's going on like it's a lot it's a lot but you know what damn we don't we don't get uh through as much as humanly possible uh in this sense you know what i'm saying cover hopefully all the stuff that matters you know what i'm saying maybe a couple warm up topics but you know it is what it is but before we get into all that make sure you guys rate it five stars man you already know what time it is man go rate this five stars go tell your mother to go rate this five stars if you got a grandmother like coco go tell it you'll go play the guitar one time and then go tell her to rate that five stars bro we we we're trying to get them ratings up man we're trying to get out there uh you know what i'm saying get boosted to the rest of the audience that are on um, audio listening platforms so go rate us five stars on spotify uh go rate us five stars on apple podcast go check us out on anchor google podcast stitcher and more and uh, yeah man uh we gonna get into it so we got some warm-up topics some main stories uh when is you ready born ready let's get into it man so first and foremost just a quick one uh sims actually going free to play sims is actually announced that it'll be going free to play starting october 18th it seems that they've done enough expansion packs on top of regular base games so uh ea is uh you know decided to to, to open it up to the public man to really open it up so how you feel about this I felt like this was like bound to happen. I'm just surprised it kind of took them this long. I remember there was a sale for Sims 4. It was like five bucks on EA Origin. And mm-hmm. that's when I was like, they might as well just release the base game for free and charge for the expansions. Because as most fans, uh, Sims fans will tell you, that's bas- they basically gut the game and sell you expansions anyways. So it's like, mm-hmm. it, like oh no, I, I like at least give us something for free. You know, make me want yeah. to spend money on this game because I'm not gonna spend sixty bucks and then spend forty just so it can snow. Like that's so deep. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I ain't gonna lie. I seen this. I'm like, it kind of hit me that it never, it never has been free to play before. So I'm like, oh, I just, I just now doing this. I feel like that, I, th- I feel like in my head it was already a thing, so to speak. But again, you just let us in for free. Upsell people on the expansion packs, which y'all do like eighteen million every season. And y'all look good, bro. Like, there's not much wrong the Sims can do necessarily. You know what I'm saying? Like, you already got, you know, say good people like Mira and them. You're making sure y'all acting right. So it's not, it's not much else y'all can really put a foot wrong for. Just make sure y'all yeah. keep listening out, and y'all be, y'all be straight. Y'all be straight. All right, all right then. 
Um, moving on to some, uh, I mean, yeah, that, this is sad news in general, man. I don't want games to close, but damn, bro, this was tough. Uh, Souls-like action RPG Babylon's Fall has officially announced that it will cancel service at the end of the game uh, game's lifespan on February 27th, 2023. So they actually planned a second phase of expansions, but that's been canceled as the game is being prepared to be sunset. So thoughts on Babylon's Fall actually fall? I was actually, yeah, I was actually interested in this game. And then uh, I heard the reviews and what people were saying, and I was like, okay, so I'm going to skip this one. And it's kind of sad because it's... I love Platinum Games. They have made some crazy bangers in their time. But like when I heard about this game, I was like, they're kind of going in a direction. I don't really like them. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't really know if this game is going to work. And then it did not And I was like, okay, I was right. Uh, Sad to see it happen. But I don't I honestly don't know how many people are actually really upset about this because I don't know how many people are actually even still playing this game. See, if I'm not mistaken, they chose to kind of opt for this game, uh, Square like Square Enix. They were like, yeah, we want to opt for these more live service games instead of like some of the other things. So they were trying to prioritize this. And they got shot square in the foot right here. So I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I don't want this to be any like, you know, like slap in the face or anything to them. But I'm going to be real. Like, if you want to, you got to kind of, you know what I'm saying, do something that people really want to see. You know what I'm saying? Just forcing the live service button. Now, it's not really going to be the best option for some people. Some people just would rather prefer you drop the, you know, the insular single player experiences. And, you know, th- that works, bro. That works. And Square Enix got plenty of stuff to actually work with. They'll be fine. But, like, n- nigga, nobody cared about Babylon's Fall. I promise you. Nobody cared. I, it, you, you'd be all right. But this one was a, this one was a miss. This one was definitely an L of the year. Yeah, for sure. I just wish that, I just hope that uh, uh, Bayonetta 3 does really well. Because I believe that's also made by Platinum Games. To show them, like, yo, people still want that kind this, of a yeah, game you know facts you yeah facts like literally bro y'all can still tap into this genre and still like make hella numbers bro and i think that's going to be the case definitely in comparison to what they were babylon's fall numbers and beta three numbers i've definitely said there's going to be a huge discrepancy there and people are like oh shit they still wanted this so let's kind of lock back in so yeah For sure uh 100 100 man uh on to the last one i wanted to leave this here just to keep it a little bit quick but uh uh, <laughs> notable instigator of incriminating information online uh dj vlad took to twitter this week to tell people that most gamers are depressed people and playing games for long periods of time equals depression so i mean how 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 would you feel about this one man i know i wanted to touch on this for a little bit man you know i like these simple bullshit <laughs> i i saw this and i was like he's out of line but he might be right no, but that's besides the point. I, I do struggle with depression and shit, and I do be playing games when I'm depressed. You, you got me there, but I am not the example of all gamers. Because there are some times where I was not depressed, and I was like, let me get on this Metal Gear Solid 3. Let me go play some Mass Effect. Like, there's some, mm. there some peak moments in life where I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Mm. But like, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't even, I don't, I don't even think this dude DJs. So like, I don't even, I don't even know how credible is the source really? Fact. Nah, you're not wrong, bro. But he was just saying like, yeah, he's like, yo, people's best moments in life have nothing to do with gaming. But I'm like, yo, some people's, they actually do. That's a very generalizing oh, statement, bro. Oh. Because people have won bread. People have won bread off of turn gaming tournaments. People have become like millionaires off of gaming content. You know what I'm saying? People have actually met like, you know, their partners, you know what I'm saying? Their best friends friend groups off of that and the first meetup is probably one of the best moments in their life like just just as a couple months ago nigga i went i went to something off of gaming i went to an event based off of what i did in terms of gaming and i met people around me and that's one of the best things i've had in my life recently i can tell you that for the bare minimum like yeah listen bro 
I'm not giving information of my personal life to a dude that be getting that on the regular from people and they get indicted like three weeks later. I'm not doing it, bro. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. Just know that you're wrong and it's okay. It's all right. So in some of that, in some of that generalizing statement, yeah, some people used to probably take their mind off of the, you know, off of maybe possibly depression and stuff like that. But none of your business, bro. Like who cares? Who really cares, yeah. bro? It, it's okay. It's okay. People can people can do whatever they feel. Then you just gotta mind your business, dog. Just gotta mind your business. It's and you'll be okay. I promise. I promise. No, get not getting information from people and not understanding, you know, more about other random people's lives will not kill you. Yeah, like. I'm not going to sit here and say that like their video game moments were like top 20 best moments in my life, but mm. you throw me back to like 2000, like 13, 14 Metro 24, 7, 1200 tickets, bro. all weapons, bro. 90 Hertz, bro. That's, that's a good ass time, bro. That was Facts. a peak moment in Facts. time where I was just like, let me have, what? Mm-hmm. Crazy. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. It's like, I, I feel like. People don't, I think people still look at gaming as very reductive. Gaming has a long way to go to kind of really change the stereotype in the sense, because there's still going to be people in that medium that, again, just game casually and just game to have fun, because that's really the main point of it at the end of the day for all this stuff. But there's just still that stigma that people have to understand that that is just not the case. You know what I'm saying? They think it's reductive. They think, oh, you only get this little bit of joy off of it from this thing. Like, I've known people for literally a decade now. A decade, actually past a decade, almost eleven years, and like some of some of like the the, the coolest people I've ever met from online. Like I'll date, I can pinpoint you the moment I met them dudes, and like it's not necessarily a, a specifically gaming moment, but some of the best people I've known and some of the coolest relationships I've had in terms of friends or whatever, like they've come from a gaming background. They come from a gaming basis. Like one of my people in real life, I know we're cool now. We're boys. Like we're dead as like best homies. Because of Kingdom Hearts, because I literally like I was just trying to play, I was trying to play FIFA. And then he was like, yo, bro, who was that on the cover right there? Your PlayStation cover. Is that Aqua? Aqua, nigga. And then from that moment, we was best, we was boys. You know what I'm saying? So to 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 say gaming is just like, you know, I feel like to pass gaming off as something that's reductive and like, oh, it's only set for like a bottom of the barrel, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're at, at your lowest as a human, stuff like that, like that type of write-off, I don't like. I don't like. But again, mind your damn business, nigga. That's that's all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. All right, but that's enough of that, man. Got our legs warmed up. Everything's good to go. But let's get into the main stories of this week, starting with the Xbox Tokyo Game Show presentation. I completely forgot Tokyo Game Show was going to be going on all week, and there was a lot of stuff that came through. Um, Xbox came through, and they, they had Phil San on the on you know what I'm saying uh, pulling up to present some stuff. We had a lot of different. Uh, I think these are uh, most of them were pretty small, but uh, again, pretty notable things that you know again were geared towards the the audience at hand, and a lot of different stuff that was uh again just from. You know, a lot of a lot of Eastern titles and stuff coming to Xbox Game Pass. We can run through the list of a lot of them. Um, Blaze Brew Cross Tag Battle and GG Strive on Xbox coming spring 2023. Nino Cooney Remastered and Nino Cooney 2 that's going to be in the works coming in 2023. But Nino Cooney Remastered is going to be on Xbox Game Pass right now. Dangan Ramput Version 3 is going to be on Xbox Game Pass right now. Uh, there was a Wolong Dev Diary that actually looked really cool. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is now on Xbox Game Pass. Deathloop is now coming to Xbox and PC Game Pass September 20th. And uh, that was that main uh, thing before we get to the big piece of news that we saw. How do you feel about all those uh, off, off of that show? Um, Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue being on Game Pass, and same thing with Guilty Gear being on Game Pass. Great. Um, now you have no excuse not to play Guilty Gear with me. I don't want to hear anything about it. Oh, I don't want to play. I don't. I don't have the game. Yes, you do. Now you do. Um, <clears throat> great for the great for the thing. I need them to roll out 
For this rollout to actually be significant, I need Guilty Gear to roll out crossplay because it will only significantly boost the player base, creating a better environment for the game. But I can do a whole thing on that, so we don't have time for all that. Uh, Dang and Rampa, my girlfriend is very happy about it. Still don't know what the fuck that game's about, but there's a teddy bear, no and I'm idea. sure people and people be dying and whatnot. I heard it's crazy. I just haven't yeah. ever really tried it out. Um, Wulong, also about Wulong. There's actually a demo out now, I think, until the 26th yes. or or on the 26th. But I think yes. it's before the 26th. So go check mm. that out on your PlayStation or Xbox. Demos out. I will be. Uh, AC Odyssey, I guess. Um, Definitely on the Xbox. Odyssey's a good game. If, if you haven't played it, you know what I'm saying? I haven't played it all the way through, so I'm actually going to, if I find time, I'm like maybe beginning of next year. I'm you gonna, got I'm that much it. time? No, but I, that's, why, I, that's, why, that's why I moved it into the gap like January. Probably like I'll get through the main story in January. Not DLCs, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I'll just go, I'll go YouTube the endings, but just that little bit, I'll get through it. All right. So Chip is never going to beat that game. Uh <laughs> Uh, Deathloop being on Xbox Game Pass, my girlfriend is very upset about it because she bought it, still hasn't beat it, and now oh, it's on Game Pass. That's and she's tough. very pissed. That's that's actually very tough. That, that hey, you got when you buy your food, eat it before it goes bad, baby. Like that's <laughs> that's all there is to it. But it was it was, that's pretty. It's like okay, like seeing this, I was like, all right, not bad. But this is like mm. Tokyo Game Show is a mm. big is a big show. But Xbox is an American company, so like yeah. I wasn't expecting them to come out of nowhere with like Master Chief is here. Like yeah. you know, like it's, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, and on to this last little bit here. Uh, Overwatch 2 made an appearance, of course, uh, ahead of its release to show off some new stuff here. And we got a trailer for a new hero in Kiriko, a new support on the roster using kunai and paper bombs uh, slash tags in her arsenal. Uh, she has a wall climb passive, a protection suzu, which means that teammates become invulnerable on impact and are cleansed of most negative effects, which is one of her abilities. Another ability is kunais, of course, throwables that deal increased critical damage, a healing of Fuda, which is a burst of healing talismans towards targeted allies, swift step, which is an ability to teleport directly to an ally even through walls, and her ultimate is Kitsune Rush, which means she summons a fox spirit to boost movement, attack speeds, and cooldowns of allies that follow its path. Alongside that, and a battle pass uh, look, or battle pass roadmap, so to speak, uh, we had some content, roam, uh, content roadmap, some unlockables. Uh, I think Kuriko is going to be available on the free version of the battle pass at level 55. It's going to be releasing October 4th. Thoughts on what you saw from Overwatch 2? Um... Everything was cool until I found out she was on the battle pass. And then even then I was still defending them a little bit. And then I found out where on the battle pass she was. I don't like it. I don't like the, the, the new character. It is free. It is a free character. Um, and they have confirmed that if you don't get to level 55 on the battle pass, um, and let's say the season ends, you will still be able to unlock her a specific way or even maybe buy her with the, with the currency. Um, I think that's kind of whack because of, the fact that Overwatch has a very, very big competitive mode. That's what a lot of people play mm-hmm. Overwatch on. Um, and to have a healer who essentially looks like somebody who is meta-defining, because one of the biggest metas in Overwatch right now is Anna. She's a healer who can do anti-heals. Mm-hmm. There's nothing currently in the game to stop, to cleanse you from getting anti-healed. So once you get anti-healed, you literally will just not heal until the effect is over. Now, this character counterplays that and that's a big part of overwatch is picking characters that counter each other or counter the team's comp um the fact that she's locked behind level 55 is kind of insane especially thinking like competitively for for example let's say i only really play overwatch a few hours a day i play competitively with my friends if i don't have her unlocked i'm kind of asked out so then i gotta put money towards it not a big fan of that i like i don't mind a battle pass in a video game uh especially something like overwatch that doesn't really have dlc like sure i'll pay 10 bucks or whatever or like i'll put i'll 
through the loot boxes because some of the skins on that battle pass were insane but mm. i don't like the character being that high on the tier like maybe tier 10 sure that's fine you can grind it out in the weekend get to tier 10 but the fact that the battle pass won with the premium pass you get bonus xp so i'm assuming leveling up the battle pass on the free version is going to be a grind mm-hmm. um and two it being so far up the battle pass people who people who pay for money for this game are going to end up being way ahead of you so you're just kind of just in a bad spot i'm not a huge fan of her being on the battle pass and being that high up but that's just me yeah I hear you, and uh, I have not much to say because I don't play Overwatch like that, so I don't give a fuck for real. I'm just, I'm just going <laughs> to play because it's free to play. But I will say this. They have a very small window to make things work because just two weeks before, literally in a few days, the 21st, right? I was about to say, not freaking Evolution. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Gundam, it's Gundam, Gundam, Gundam Evolution. Evolution. I, was about to say, I, was, I was thinking of that sorry-ass movie. Uh, I was about to say, Gundam Evolution drops on the 21st, and they're, they look, they're looking strong, bro. They're looking very, very strong. They about to come out the gate swinging. You know what I'm saying? Everything I've seen from them was heat. You know what I'm saying? They even got our boy Only Mac on the on the team. You know what I'm saying? Only Mac out there too. So I don't know. I'm foaming at the mouth for this game. Like I want this game to. It feels like what Overwatch should feel like, and that's crazy for me to say because Overwatch mm. is coming out in the fourth. Gundam yeah. is coming out on the 21st, and mm. I'm way more excited for Gundam than I am for Overwatch. I'm I'm playing I'm playing Gundam Day One. I know I know for sure I'm playing Gundam on the first day. Like I don't care what I'm yes, doing. Sir. I'm going to I, I'm I'm making time to play Gundam specifically. And I don't even play hero shooters like that. So that should tell you something. You know what I'm saying? In, in the grand well, scheme that's of next things. Wednesday. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? It's quicker than you think. It's much much faster than you think. And now we're in that sense where it's like it's a it's a war of hero shooters. Like we were kind of comparing them. You know what? How much? How much better can you get with a comparison? It's, it's a two-week gap between these two games, so we're gonna see what plays out in the end. And these little tweaks, like having something so high up in the battle pass, you know, what I'm saying that's locked behind that wall. You know, what I'm saying that plays a factor into how people receive it. So well, we're definitely gonna see, man. Overwatch two from the aesthetics and stuff like that, it looks pretty cool. You know, what I'm saying I can't, I can't knock that. I can't knock that. Got some good skins. Uh, you know, I'm saying the game is looking, you know, pretty decent compared to you know the first iteration and stuff like that. It seems like you made. En- enough substantial things to be like all right cool this is this is a different version but we'll see when we all get in the game you'll see we'll see when we all get in there yeah absolutely i'm excited 100 mm-hmm, all right uh, uh running on to a smaller piece of news before we get to the next big one here um uh, for the apex beast of prey collection event we had a whole lot new uh dis- additions coming uh whole new skins blah 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 this and third you know the usual things with these uh you know these collection events but uh, the we have an introduction of a new LTM entitled Gun Run, so it's gonna be four squads with weapons that cycle uh, with a kill that every team has. Uh, it's gonna have a new throwing knife weapon at the end of that mode for the final kill. Uh, basically, just um, gun game from Black Ops, uh, just in Apex format. Uh, unlimited weapons, ammo, just running around certain maps. Uh, how do you feel about this inclusion for an LTM? Um, gun game looks cool, but I I'm not playing Apex, and so they add these these casual modes um and the thing is like i like gun game it's not going to be control it's definitely not going to be a team deathmatch so i don't really care that much for it like it's not gonna make me re-download this game um it looks interesting and i like what they're doing like i like that they're stepping out of their zone but i'm really tired of ltms i'm really tired of ltms which are the modes that i feel i find the most fun in as a casual player being limited like i don't want to come on now bro let's let's get let let me play something for fun let me not have to sweat my life away Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, I just thought of something as well. Um, there's a there's another game that I feel like does modes much better, 
And we're going to talk about it down the line and just later in the podcast. But I feel like that's a big thing about how these content offerings over a either a free experience or just in general game a lot of people are anticipating for a large amount of time it is a difference between how you approach it if you're going to have a lot of content a lot of modes and you're going to want to keep a lot of people in there you're going to really want to pack it down and not have ltms once every like six weeks and they rotate in rotate out and they just don't show up and then you bottleneck people into modes they don't like they we're going to talk about it in a second but apex again they just need to have permanent modes we should have had we should have had what's the name uh control we should have had that as a permanent mode from months ago should have been had that and i bet a lot more people wouldn't be happy this is again th- this is turning into that Fortnite like no bill mode situation you got to kind of put something else in there that people more people were looking for or else you're going to alienate a lot of the fan base that you know what i'm saying all the all the sweats are in casuals all the sweats are in regular lobbies all the sweats are in rank lobbies where else do we go arenas there's probably still sweat so it's like you got to create more funnels for more casual audiences but we'll get we'll expand on that in a second but i mean gun run again it's gun game for black ops it looks cool to me i might try it one or two times i still got apex downloaded but i'm not gonna try it that often because it's only gonna be here for a limited time so i'm not i'm not stressing over it in a sense but it's cool it's cool yeah. all right all right on to the next topic down we had the nintendo direct Sponsored by FarmersOnly.com. So many different games. So many different looks uh, happened Tuesday. Again, just pretty much a little bit out of nowhere as well. Uh, Starting off, we had Fire Emblem Engage. Had a brand new Fire Emblem story launching January 20th, 2023. I mean, I'm not too too into um, Fire Emblem Engage, but it looks really good, though. No, that game looks really good. The only reason I'm not super, I'm not jumping out of my chair excited is because I still have three houses and i still gotta beat three houses which i literally plan on once i get it back because i let somebody borrow it and they didn't even beat it those games are really long what i'm gonna do is literally gonna get the game start a new game play it on easy play it on like the most casual 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 mode i possibly can it's that the game has so much stuff in it you got relationship building you got leveling you got different builds you want to try out it's such a good game there's so much in it i can't wait for the new one and i might buy the new one and play it but I need to beat three houses because that game was heat. They're all so good, bro. Man. That that's what that's what I heard, bro. That's what I heard. And you know, funniest thing, my boy, my boy Tyrone from high school, man. He would he would be cool off of every other announcement. He'd be like, oh yeah, that's nice, that's nice. When you saw Fire Emblem, he would lose his fucking mind. He would lose his mind. And I was that's like, so I good. never, I never fully understood why. But then I start to see more and more of it. I'm like, you know what? I might have to actually go back and see what it is, man. I, I'm not gonna lie, like. It seems like there's there's more to it than I've I've known. But when I get a switch, I feel like I have all the time in the world to actually do it. So, the the if you were to try Fire Emblem now, I would mm-hmm. say play Three Houses. But like mm-hmm. if you were to be able to play any of them, I would say play Awakening on the 3DS. It was just a, the right length, and it gave you all the cool things that you that we love now in Fire Emblem without okay. it being super expanded on like they are now. Because now I'm over here like setting up people to have different relationships and all this other stuff. Like oh, I'm doing yeah. so much, but it, and Awakening, yeah. it was kind of just like, oh, this is a really good game. Story was nuts. It, they're all so fucking good. You have no idea. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, they're they're good games. They're good games. Okay, got you, got you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to definitely keep tapped in. But I know people were excited about Fire Emblem Engage being first up off the bat. And uh, next, we had a bunch of different games that were announced coming to Switch. Uh, going down the list really quickly. Uh, it Takes Two is coming to Switch November 4th. SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Change in 2023. Fitness Boxing, Fist of the no- uh, Fitness boxing, what the hell? Fist of North Star DLC. Oh yeah, that was that stupid. That was the rhythm joint. Oh my gosh, it was the rhythm thing. 
That's yeah. what it was. Oh, I, I was mad at that, bro. Why are you gonna do my boy Kenshiro like that? But I know people like they they damn fitness track things. Uh, so yeah, that's coming March twentieth. Oddball is coming early twenty twenty three. Tunic coming September twenty seventh. Sifu coming November eighth. Crisis Core Remaster Reunion coming December thirteenth. Radiant Silver Gun is out now, and Endless Dungeon is going to be out twenty twenty three on the Switch. Thoughts on any of those games coming through to the Nintendo platform? You guys keep bringing up Crisis Core every time, like we talk about mech shit. So I might have to play that. Um, but everything else, I'm kind of just like cool. Like I don't really, I don't really need any of these. Um, Tunic was. I felt like Tunic mm. should have been on the Switch when it released. But yeah, I, forgot. Hey, I, I thought, I thought it was Tunic, honestly. Yeah, if you haven't played Tunic, play Tunic because that game is heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely got to try Tunic. I, I I remember when it came out, everybody was trying it. And she, I was like, yeah, this actually looks oh, like pretty so fire. Good. It's not. It's not that long, is it? It's it's definitely not if the the, the reason mm. the game is long is because it, it lets it makes you explore that's why so yeah. like if you were somebody who like hey I, like I I wasted 20, 30 minutes because I didn't realize that the stairs that I needed to climb were like oh, behind I this that pillar clip. I was pissed yeah. I was pissed but like the game is just the game is phenomenal but yeah. if you're somebody who's like I just want to beat it to see the whole thing just look up a walkthrough and you'll be alright okay bet that bet that bet that yeah I'm gonna definitely try and you know be more story oriented story oriented and just get through it as much as I possibly can uh. Moving through, uh, we're going to talk about every single farm game that they've had just to get through it, man. I, I swear I'm missing like at least five. But we saw a story of Season of Wonderful Life, Fae Farm, Rune Factory 3, a brand new factory series is coming, Harvestella, and I think there might have been a couple more that I might have missed. But all the farm games that were there today, how you feel about them? I think Harvestella still has my heart out of all of them, but... Um, telling you, I, telling you. I, I, I still like, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, this looks sick, but like... I could still go back to Stardew Valley. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. not, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not really sold. Yeah. Cause, like, I, I got a Stardew Valley at the crib. Like, this is one of the first mm-hmm. times where, like, I'm like, Mom, don't go to McDonald's. We, we got, got it at the crib. Home. We got like, it. Like, I don't need this. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's crazy, bro. No, no, no. You know, the funny thing is, um, Harvestella 100%. If, if that combat hits, like, I think it might hit, I will yeah. actually play, I will play Harvestella. I will 100% play Harvestella. That, that's the, that's the king of the farm in its games right now. So that's the top of the, the pinnacle. The pinnacle of farming, you know, the games to come out. Uh, I'm definitely looking for having a harvestella still, but yeah, that's that's funny as hell. Um, looking at some of the extra things I can't do, I'm just gonna skip around a little bit. Um, we had a Xenoblade Chronicles Three Wave Two DLC is gonna add a new mecha- a mech character Eno. Um, Strike Striker Mario Strikers Battle League Paulina and Diddy Kong are coming. Mario Kart Eight Wave Three announcing some new tracks. Uh, Golf is coming to Nintendo Switch Sports. Uh, we had uh, what's it called? Rain Code was a Danganronpa creator. Basically, it's like a whole game where you investigate crimes and a lot the mystery of an basically an amnesiac uh, detective and a Shinigami that's basically haunting him. Um, that was a pretty cool trailer. Um, thoughts on all of those? Yeah, like all of it was cool. Like Pikmin was was sick, but I haven't never played a Pikmin game, so I was like, mm-hmm. eh. Um, like all of those are cool. Like the only things that I really like really stuck out to me out of all the games that were announced that we haven't covered were really like Octopath Traveler Two was cool, but mm. again, didn't beat the first yeah. one. But those games look phenomenal. Pikmin, yeah, maybe yeah. I haven't played those games, but mm. Kirby, obviously, um, and the Legend of Zelda. Everything else is kind of like this looks sick, but I don't know if I'm gonna keep up with this. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I know we saw we saw a Fatal Frame Mask Lunar Eclipse as well. I'm like, okay, that's that's cool. I'm not really it's not really for me um octopath traveler 2 look phenomenal but that's octopath it does what it does but i'm glad it's coming back with a new game february 24 february is gonna be ridiculous for games um golden eye 007 i was super excited for this at first until it said the online was only going to be on the switch 
that got me deflated as soon as I saw it. I was like, okay, oh. we're, we're done. We're done here. So rare. They, they said it's going to drop on Xbox Game Pass at the same time, but no online on Xbox Game Pass, which is very, very, very dumb. You're going to launch that janky-ass Nintendo Switch online, and it's going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible, man. Uh, I am I am not prepared for it to be a laggy, a, a laggy. Come on, man. A laggy 007? I'm not going to lie, bro. The, the, the graphics is already the throwback, bro. Like, come on, man. So, me personally, I'm only going to play it if it has the same aim assist it had when it was on, on, when it was on N64. Like, yeah. that's, so that's what I, I want to just play a game where, like, the, the gun shoots itself. Like, I thought that shit was super fun. Um, mm. I don't want to, I don't feel like working that hard. I never was going to play this multiplayer. So, like, it doesn't really affect me that much. But then seeing it on Game Pass, I'm like, what's even the point? And, like, of, of paying that extra $30 uh, uh, a year to get, uh, uh nintendo n64 on it like i just didn't think it was that big like it great game iconic it definitely did make the n64 the console it is mm-hmm. not good enough for me to spend extra 30 dollars a year for Wait, no. the n64 well, bundle yeah 100 this is why people pirate games i'm not gonna lie to you bro. allegedly allegedly if you're gonna drop all these like that behind a 30 dollar paywall you're only gonna put it on one platform and, and then the performance is gonna be not up to par this is why people just run them emulators and drop multiplayer anyways. It's going to be just as good, if not better. So, sure. you know, that is what it is, man. Um, the rest of these were pretty cool. Again, the Bayonetta 3 trailer looked good. Um, the Homidays looked like fire. Um, you know what I'm saying? That was, again, super fire trailer. I actually am very excited for Bayonetta 3. Um, Pikmin 4, people were super excited, but I've never really, again, played too much Pikmin. I'm, I've actually never played any Pikmin outside of, you know, seeing seeing it in the Smash and stuff like that. So, Me I mean, that, that, again, that's cool. That, you know, cool, Pikmin getting a new new joint. I can't I can't fault it. Um, Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe came out of nowhere. And again, it's four player. You can literally drop in, drop out. Like there's so many different um like people you can morph into and stuff. They had like the whole the mech suit, the mech suit um morph thing that Kirby had with the rockets. That was fire. Um, that was dope. And that's coming February 24th, 2023. Like Octopath and Kirby dropping the same day. That's filthy. That's filthy. Yeah. Oh my good. February is nasty, man. February is nasty, bro. It's a Nintendo month. That's what February is. Jeez, they 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 flooding the market, bro. They flooding the yeah. market for real. And uh, we saw a little bit of the teaser, but of course, uh, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I see why they did not drop that in the UK. I I, I understand uh, after after I got that pointed out to me. That's it's fair. It's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the game was good. The game, you know, the game started. You know, again, had some of the, the views of the art style and how it, uh, you know Hyrule and all stuff like that might have changed. Um, looks looks really good. Looks really good. I want to see like more again gameplay. Gimme, gimme, so I can get on that. But yeah, it's pretty solid, man. I can't even front on it, man. Uh, just thoughts on the event in general? Any le- uh, any limit grade? I feel like the event was a little too bloated. Um, mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like, and it's not even that like I hated the farming games, but when you you literally cannot put them back to back to back to back mm-hmm. and expect us to be really excited for all of them. I feel like they did. A, they I feel like they did some of these games a disservice that might have been more interesting down the line if you guys didn't put them next to like. Arvistella or like Story of mm. Seasons because those are like the heavy hitters in that franchise. So it's like, damn, why did you do that to like Fay Farm or whatever? Um, but if I had to give it a letter grade, I would say a C. I felt like it was yeah. a lot of fluff uh for me personally, but there was some heat, so like C plus. Mm. Yeah, I would agree. I would say a C plus. There was like again, the damn near the damn near like like crop simulator said uh, crop simulator presentation, bro. It, it did that should have been named the treehouse just for the like the way it was planting stuff, bro. Like it was so much planting games, farming games, all that shit. I'm like, okay, that's cool. 
But outside of Harvestella, I'm not really looking for any of this. So that's just like extra. Um, you know, some of the games that are multi-plats that were just coming onto the platform that could have been in the email. I'm like, whatever. But shout out to Octopath. Shout out to Fire Emblem. Shout out to um, the new wave of Mario Kart, Mario Kart games. I actually, you know, was kind of looking at that. Uh, Pikmin 4 got a surprise for people. That was cool. Beta 3. Raincoat actually looks really interesting. Kirby and Legend of Zelda. I think those are all pretty notable. So I- I'll give them the slide on that. But again, it's like, almost honors even in terms of stuff that we wanted to see or like it was kind of surprising and then the bloated stuff we didn't really need so yeah c plus is fair i agree yeah 100 all right moving on to a quick um basically this is a trailer trailer trove story but we only got one of these for the podcast this week according to the highwood reporter sony and playstation are pushing forward with the grand turismo movie and have tapped david harbour from stranger things to lead the project as a retired driver that teaches a young teenager how to drive and just before the podcast we got news as well that orlando bloom's gonna be in the movie too so i'm like damn it's gonna be you know what i'm saying like Hella, hella random people in there, bro. This cat's gonna be weird. But thoughts on a Gran Turismo movie? Sure. Like <laughs> I, I didn't even know the Gran Turismo had like a story. I thought you just, I thought it was just bro, a game where you can drive a bunch of different cars. I did, I sure. did ask, thought the plot just gonna be the the motorcycle dude just doing that, just doing you know this for saying? like forty five like, minutes, son. Yeah. You're just, I, so I like, I like racing movies. Like I'm not against it. I just don't know, like. This movie's good. If this movie is good, it is not because of because it's Gran Turismo. It's gonna be just Hell a no. good racing movie. Um, I no. guess they wanted the name just just for the clout, but sure. Uh, these are some good actors though, so fingers crossed. Bro, this is literally the same situation as the Need for Speed movie with like um with Michael Keaton and um Aaron Paul, with dude from uh, Breaking Bad. Like I I remember seeing that movie. I'm just like yeah, the Need for Speed one. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't really a plot for this. Yeah, I didn't have any set plot from. I mean. You know what I'm saying? Aside from like a couple, a couple of things like Need for Speed, like Heat or some bullshit like that. Like where's like a little bit of thing, like story there, but like they just make their own shit and they just put the Need for Speed name on it or the the Grand Turismo name on it. So it's whatever. You know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not checking for this exactly, but it's it, it's gonna be hilarious, bro. It's gonna be one of those quintessential. You know what I'm saying? The 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 Mr. Miyagi takes in a young student. You know what I'm saying? Teach him how to drift. You know what I'm saying? Wax on, wax off on a steering wheel. You know he gets in a race. He wins some money. Uh, Bobby's your uncle. He wins. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, it's what it is, man. Uh, again, just picking from the random ass hat for PlayStation. There's like Gran Turismo this time, guys. I, all right, that's what it said, not me. That's what it said. What's the game everybody's talking about? Gran Turismo. You're right. They <laughs> <laughs> say, you know what? You're exactly right. That's what everybody's talking about nowadays. Like, it, I definitely. It's this is gonna be either a. There's no other movies to watch, but I want to watch a movie or. Mm-hmm. Discord. I'm fried or drunk, and I'm like, are y'all trying to watch Gran Turismo? Like, bro, one of the two. Listen, bro. There's a there's a there's a hierarchy of just disgusting, terrible movies, and I don't think Gran Turismo can reach the heights of the Velocipaster. Right? I don't think you're gonna get mm-hmm. there. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not going into the category of good movie. I don't think you're going into the category of good movies. You got to go into the category yeah. of either just mid pack movies or just terrible, specifically bad movies that are enjoyable and have entertainment value. So. You got to pick one of those two buckets. I, yeah. I don't know, man. I, it's some stiff competition in either. So, you know what? You got you to gotta live your life, bro. Live your life, Gran Turismo. For sure. 
All right, moving into uh, the Capcom online program as a part of Tokyo Game Show Week. All that was going down. We got some uh, updates from a few different titles. I'm going to group the first three together because there wasn't much news between them, just most of the same stuff. Um, Monster Hunter Rise title update 2 has some new monsters in the Violet Mizutsune, uh, Flaming Espinas and, Rise and Risen Camellia, Camellios coming uh, September 29th. Uh, Resident Evil had a new look at Ethan in third person, the Shadows of Rose DLC. Uh, of course, that was set 16 years after the events of Village. Resident Evil 4 will have PS4 on last-gen launch, but no Xbox One announcement. And there's going to be an RE showcase announced next month, giving some more details on what's going down. And Mega Man Battle Network, the Legacy Collection will be broken into two parts uh, in the release of Volume 1 and 2. I think it was like 1, 2, and then it was like... Uh, I, forgot, I forgot how the split goes, but it's, it's like for the first four titles, and then it was like the next five or six. So, like, the thing about it is that there's 10 games, but some of these games have, like, some of them the have, like, splits. three different versions. Yeah, so the team it's splits, like, yeah. So, I want to say it's, like, one, two, three, maybe four in one, and then the rest mm -hmm. on the other one. But yeah, just yeah, yeah. I, buy, I think you're buy right. the whole thing. Just don't, just buy, yeah. if you like them, just buy the whole thing. They're all good. Literally. literally. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I, this, this didn't need to be split. I could have bought it all one shot, but whatever. That's, that's beside mm -hmm. the point. Any, any thoughts on all this? Um, it was really like it was a, i'm so fucking sick and tired of seeing any more resident evil shit because i feel like it's the same goddamn game um and you'll never convince me otherwise i love monster hunter and i know that like monster hunter and resident evil are like the two franchises that like capcom literally is doing the most with but yeah. i feel like every update for monster hunter is like here's an entire new monster here's some new quests xyz every resident evil thing is like here's hey here's paid dlc to go back to the same place and do similar <laughs> shit and i'm just like i'm good bro i'd rather i'd rather fight the big ass monsters you know Fair. and the thing is here's the thing monster hunter dlc you buy sunbreak and you don't have to buy anything else everything else is everything else yeah, free is literally free updates. updates yeah yeah that's true hey listen my hands up i'm not playing i'm not touching no resident evil to the to the fourth one so that's all fresh to me it's all fresh to me you know what i'm saying in my case but yeah all the news it is what it is. I'll see more. The only thing I was really like uh, eyes open for is just the battle. I mean, not even battle networks. I was like, you're just talking about the, how the game's going to release. I don't care. As long as they come out. Um, Resident Evil 4, whenever that showcase is, I'll be tapped in. And yeah, that's all I thought about that. I I will say it's not on here, but like the Exo Primal things did make me feel oh, a little yeah, bit there better. Was, I got the there game. was an Exo Primal trailer. The story trailer. Yeah. And like. So depending on what that story is like, I might be interested. Mm. But like, oh. again, if I can't play a horde mode or I can't play a good single player or slash co-op experience in like a, mm. a versus AI thing, I don't really want the game. I don't really need another team based anything. That's fair. That's fair. I, I'm just saying I'm willing to give it a shot. I'm still I'm still in the same boat. You know what I'm saying? After some information uh, has crossed my eyes. But yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's they fair. send me a code. I'll put the code in. That's as much <laughs> as I can offer y'all. I'll put the code into the Steam. We'll download it. We'll see what happens. All right. Fair, fair, fair. All right. But on to the last piece, the biggest piece of news that came from Capcom. And of course, you already know what time it is. It's Street Fighter time. Uh, they dropped a whole new like with eight minute eight minute trailer. Uh, some new information came through with it. Had the reveals of Ken Masters, Blanca, Dalzim, and E Honda in the World Tour mode. Assuming, that, of course, they're gonna be playable as well. They had their own little tidbits. Um, the World Tour mode got some more details. Again, you're gonna be able to create your own character and saw a lot of the different combinations you can make. Uh, learn moves and uh, I guess master traits from different masters in the city. 
city. Again, it's going to be uh, Street Fighter character vets. Uh, you're going to be able to use some of those uh, things to fight, traverse, you know, saying do time trials, a lot more variety of missions across that city. It's like a really vibrant mode you can just get lost in. Um, there's going to be an extreme mode on Street Fighter where you can basically play on a stage with extreme conditions and battle hazards like, you know, bulls could run through. It's going to be like electro electroshockers or something like that you, can, you can't move outside of. A lot of different wacky conditions that are really cool. Um, Battle Hub has some more details as well. Basically, you're going to take your avatar and go into the different uh, Street Fighter 6 matches, playing hub, playing hub tournaments. Uh, you can even play classic Street Fighter games to pass the time of you know going from another place to place. Like we saw Street Fighter 2 Turbo. I think there was some other ones there. It was even a DJ booth. You could, you, again, you could spin some stuff on there, bro. You can play DJ Hero insanity and then also on top of all that there's going to be a closed beta test coming october 7th to the 10th on all platforms is going to be cross play uh a lot of good stuff coming so uh when i know you was excited about it how you feel about street fighter now street fighter is definitely going to be an instant it was already an instant cop it's definitely going to be an instant cop like i'm gonna take the deluxe edition like give me the the dlc all that like i'm definitely this game seems to have the framework for a very long life cycle and the thing about it is that it seems like it has a lot of stuff on release, which is amazing. I remember when Street Fighter V came out, they didn't even have the full story mode unlocked yet. They were like, the, the next story, the more chapters are coming later. And like, that's why I bought Street Fighter IV, mm-hmm. um, because I liked the Street Fighter like lore. I love the characters. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of the fighting game. But it's everything that they're doing for this game feels like the biggest update we've needed for this franchise. Because we haven't had good net play. We have... Well, the net play isn't the worst now. I heard really good things about it um, yeah. since it's released. When I was on it, oh my god, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but eight, I think it's 18 characters confirmed on release. We have a bunch of different variety. We have big-ass uh, single-player content. So that now, which is amazing, because not a lot of fighting games will give you that single-player content, the casual content, the, hey, I'm not a big fighting game fan, but I like the way these characters look. I like Ryu, I like Ken, I like XYZ. I want to engage with this without being super sweaty. Like, they have all these things there for you. And they have, like, goofy modes for people who are like, I'm a casual, you're a pro, but let's play volleyball. Let's see who let's see who can win that, that, yeah. like, that game. And, like, I'm a huge... So I like Arc System games, like uh, Guilty Gear Strive, in those arc system games they have you in these lobbies to meet up mm-hmm. like when you are going to play games they'll have you as like a chibi and you walk around as like your favorite character yeah. or whatever and then like you, like the same thing with this game but this game lets you be yourself which is amazing like now mm-hmm. it's now i can walk up into like i can walk into the into the battle tour like yo what's up i'm here to get my ass beat <laughs> let's go to main stage i want like you get a, you can really put on a show it's kind of nuts yeah. it looks really really good i can't wait to go on there i can't wait to like like get my community involved have people coming in and being like yo i'm gonna rate your fit before i fight you like i'm sorry but you're not dripped out enough to play me you got to play the homie over here like i think it's gonna be hilarious it's, it's gonna be such good times 100 mm-hmm. i feel like that's a part of, i think it's an aspect of uh street fighter or just any you know certain game that adds so much quality of life and extension of life to it just the personal aspect if you had to put your personal stamp on something i feel like you cling to it a lot more and creating an environment where you can really connect and show off again express yourself you want you can you can pick your select moveset you can go to you can go to akuma you can go to you know what i'm saying you can go to blanca you can go wherever in the world and just learn from them get their moveset you know what i'm saying pull up you have your specific moveset your specific you know, appearance and makeup and stuff like that and you can just move about how you want it, it's such a cool thing and again it's such a addition to the regular stuff you know what i mean like i feel like this uh appeals to everybody but even more so the casual people were just like yo we want to play street fighter but i know i'm kind of the, the the task of jumping into online play is very daunting so you have this kind of on-ramp where you can have fun you know you don't have to be like 
you know, sweating your ass off into the ranked, you know, like, uh, you know, all the time. So it, it gives so much more, again, life to it. And, and we said this before the podcast, bro. This is, this is, this looks better than what 2K did with the city. This looks way better than what 2K did with the city, bro. It looks, it just so much more vibrant. It looks like there's a lot more stuff to it. Uh, just with just, it just looks like a letter of love, bro. It looks like Street Fighter Six. The, the team at Capcom, they really took a deep dive after Street Fighter Five, and they're like, "Yo, listen, how can we make this vibrant? How can we make this lively? How can we really service the fans for years to come?" And everything they've shown since the first trailer that they came back with has looked up to par. Even the logo, they fixed the logo. I didn't forget. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they, they've done nothing but really good stuff so far. Even you know, I've seen people getting mad at um Dawson being back in the comments, like it was pissing everybody off. But that's just something we got to deal with, baby. It's something we got to deal uh, with, man. I don't like. I know you don't play fighting games, but being able to convert from a heavy kick across the screen is that looks ridiculous. Insane. I'm not gonna lie. I'm it not gonna lie. In, it looks insane. I, when I when I seen that and then the dude memed in the Arthur fist under, I was like, yeah, now nah, that that I don't think that's necessarily normal. But uh, I uh, Lord, hope I don't run into too many dogs, Sims. That's all I'm saying, bro. That's that's all. We're gonna get in the lab. We're, we're gonna lab it, it out. Yeah. Don't worry. Fact, nah, facts, bro. Facts, bro. I like that. As the most for me, the most familiar game I straight Street Fighter game I know, or, or most familiar fighting game I know is Street Fighter. So at least I have that base of stuff I would like to play. You know what I mean? Like this, and again, another game we'll talk about later in the show look really enticing, and I feel like I might actually be wanting to dive into the the, the fighting game pit uh, more often now. So again, good on Street Fighter. Good on Street Fighter. Yeah. All right, moving forward, uh, we had uh, some new DLC coming from DBZ Kakarot uh, based off of the Bardock Father of Goku TV special. It's uh, going to be named Bardock Alone Against Fate DLC. Of course, it's going to be based around the uh, story of Bardock and the Saiyans that were doing missions as part of Frieza Force. And it's going to be, of course, that entire lead up of them doing missions on different planets and that build to the unfortunate fate of planet Vegeta uh, due to Frieza. Uh, coming 2023 as part of the season two, uh, a season pass two drop slate uh what do you think of this man um this actually looks kind of nuts i so i re-downloaded kakarot not too long ago because i never beat it um because i was playing it on stream and this is one of those games where like i wish i was a full-time content creator because i would play this on stream i would beat this whole thing on stream because while the game itself isn't the most uh deep when it comes to combat it definitely has a place in a lot of dragon ball z fans hearts because instead of watching a bunch of filler now you can just literally relive some of the most iconic moments with some of the greatest mm. fucking cutscenes I've ever seen in a in an anime game. Like they reimagine these things um beautifully. At, it's so good that there's times where I, every time there isn't a cutscene for it, I'm really mad because I'm like, bro, you're telling me you couldn't do that what you did over there for this. But mm. I'm really excited that this game is still getting more DLC. Honestly, mm. probably one of the best ways to. I, I told my girlfriend I'm I like Dragon Ball Z, and I told her I was like, yo. If you can't watch Dragon Ball Z Kai to watch all of Dragon Ball Z to like cut out all the filler, all the dead space, all the X Y Z. If you don't want to watch the anime, do me a favor and just play the game. If you play Kakarot, it'll give you basically all you need to know for this franchise, and they do it in a really well. They're doing a a, a really good job of it. One hundred percent. Now, me, I haven't played Kakarot, but people have told me good things about Kakarot. Like uh, actually, more than more often than not. So looking at this, uh, I rock with Bardock because Bardock's a, a badass. So you know, this looks really good. This actually looks really good. And again, it tells about a different part of Dragon Ball Z, which again, it it boosts the appeal of the, the, the content drop even much more so. You know what I'm saying? It's not any common thing, any common saga that we've really gotten. It's a, it's kind of like, again, a new area that we really wanted to look at. Like, you know, again, just the, the team around, like, the, you know, just 
Bardock, different Saiyans, being around Frieza Force, that just already is enticing in and of itself. So I have no doubt it's actually going to be a pretty, pretty cool DLC. And you know what? I might actually have to pick up a Kakarot, bro. Low key. I like and my wallet will hate me, but I, I might have to. Yeah, I copped, I copped it when it was on sale for like the Ultimate Edition for like 60 bucks. And honestly, mm. I got my $60 worth. All right. All right. Shoot. Shoot. I'll be damned, bro. I'll be damned. Yeah, man. I, I'll definitely have to look into it, though. No, for sure. For sure. All right, moving down the line. Uh, Call of Duty Next was, uh, I think, what, yesterday or today? I cannot remember what exactly, but this week it happened. This week it will 100% happen, and we got, uh, you know, the reveals of everything Call of Duty multiplayer. Uh, got a lot of, uh, again, Warzone multiplayer, um, Spec Ops, a lot of different things that was going down. Uh, let's go down the line. We're going to break it up into two, uh, two halves. Uh, first up, Warzone 2.0 going through some of these changes here. We have a new map in Al Mazra that has returning locations that could be separate maps in and of themselves. Uh, saw some familiar locations like High Rise, Observatory, which is actually Dome from MW3, Airport, which was Terminal from MW2, Quarry was uh, there in a brand new look. You now have Proximity Chat, which is basically, again, fully in-game in, in Warzone 2, which would be surely toxic uh gulag 2.0 is now 2v2 you're basically paired with another random player who died and you must work together with them to make it out of the gulag uh some minor npc presence a couple different game modes like keep the jail key away for a certain amount of time uh looks actually really interesting circle splits uh warzone circles are now able to split throughout a match and especially in end game and they can come together as well uh possibly trying to switch up you know some of the formats of people you know anticipating you know some of the circles and where they might end up strongholds will be uh ais just basically stationed in different buildings all across the map offering a better loop to grab from their locations filling up some of the uh, areas of uh, the new map al mazra uh dmz mode was now confirmed again going to be 100 base players a brand new sandbox extraction mode free to play as well of course uh, based in tarkov like a lot of the leaks and rumors suggested uh warzone mobile is also announced uh, 120 real players all share progression and loadouts across mobile and console and pc uh warzone 2 is officially coming november 16th uh ricochet anti-cheat will be there day one as well thoughts on the new warzone iteration I'm not playing that shit. <laughs> um, like, shout outs to the Call of Duty fans. Uh, I'm happy for you. Uh, I, I guess some of these things just looked ugly. Um, but we could start it off. Let's see what we got here at the beginning. Um, circle splits. Not a fan of that. I don't know what's the, I don't know what's the point of having the circle split. I understand that maybe it'll make people like rethink repositioning. Yada yada. I always thought that the circle was never really a problem in a battle royale game because the whole point of it is to condense the fighting so that it gets more hectic as the circle clo uh, gets closer. Um, splitting it, I feel like, defeats that purpose, especially if, let's say, I get split. I'm in one of the three circle splits and I kill the only other team in that circle. Now we're just going to wait for the circle to close. Um, maybe a moving circle would have been better. I don't know. I just mm. don't think that it's it's I, I don't really understand the thinking behind it. But of course, I don't mm. play that game. So <laughs> if you play Call of Duty, let me know how that goes. I actually really like if I say I hate a game, please don't mind telling me about it because I don't play Valorant, but I love hearing about Valorant shit just because mm -hmm. I like to understand the minds behind this development. I think Circle Splits is disgusting. I think Gulag mm -hmm. 2v2 is stupid, but if you guys like it, you let me know because I would love to hear your thoughts on it. I cannot possibly see myself being happy about having to fight two people to come back to life and knowing that I have a teammate and if he sucks, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm spiking a controller. But the not a big fan of that anything tarkov based i don't even look at um <laughs> shout out to uh battlefield because that tarkov based mode took off right um mm. and this is going to be free to play though so maybe maybe it'll be different i'm not really looking forward to that though like i don't really mm. care uh 
Warzone Mobile was kind of like I figured they were gonna go this route. Um, sure. I like the progression though. Crossplay, cross progression, amazing. Mm -hmm. Keep that up. You guys, you guys killed it with that one. Strongholds, mm -hmm. it just reminds me of Fortnite. Either be hit or bust, depending on like, hey, what if this is the only place in the circle and there's AI there? Now like I have to fight this AI to get in there, but now because I'm fighting AI, they know mm -hmm. I'm over there. You yeah. know, like it's just true. It's a mixed bag. This looks like they're trying to experiment a lot, which we love to see in video games. I don't know if these are the right moves, but hey, they don't pay me the big bucks to put 10 terabytes of game into one into one computer. So you guys let me know what, it, what you think. Yeah, yeah, Pharisees, Pharisees, man, I ain't gonna lie. Um, they caught me with the nostalgia on the map locations because I was watching it and then I seen some of them pop up. When I seen Dome, I actually let out a slight audible screech. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, oh! Right there, I see you, what? So they 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 play on the heartstrings right there with the maps, of course, I've grown up with, and that's fair. The the map seems to be chucked full of like a little Easter eggs and stuff about all the old maps. Hopefully they can, you know, split them off and make them their own separate multiplayer experiences. That would be very, very nice. But again, we'll see down the line. Uh, the Gulag 2v2, I actually, I'm like, I have no idea why you would even do that. But, you know, that's, that's whatever. Whatever they want to do. I feel like they wanted to really add some sustainability to or staying power to the proximity chat. Because they added that in full force. And there's like, yo, listen, we want people to get toxic, baby. They they want to really increase the level of just interactivity between different people. And it's just going to be absolutely toxic. It's going to be an absolutely horrible time over over voice chat. It's going to be hilarious, though. I'm not going to lie. Just just off of that, I look you want to try it one time just to just to see how bad it can get. Because I, I, I need a good laugh sometimes. So going in there just, just to laugh at the stupidity, you know what I'm saying? It might work out. Circle splits, unless they're unless the circle splits actually start to move and merge like at a certain point, I I I I guess that's cool, but a split's just off it's off in itself like in an entire zone is kind of crazy. Uh, I know you might be trying to like beat, I guess, certain people who like kind of predict all the spawns and predict all the uh again the, the ending locations, but I don't know how I feel about it exactly. I might need to see it in action. Strongholds, I think that's a very good move because such a big map really needs a lot of life to it. So again, if you're gonna go the Fortnite route and drop AI in it, be my guest. Keep doing more of that. Um, that's fantastic. Uh DMZ mode, I'm actually interested to play because it it's gonna be free. But again, a Tarkov extraction-based mode, it doesn't really like tickle my fancy like that. I'm not like the biggest Tarkov fan in the world. But DMZ mode looks all right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Warzone mobile, I'm not playing that. But again, share progression. That's a win. Um, yeah, man. Again, Ricochet day one as well. I I am I am sure that this is gonna go chock full of content. This is gonna be chock full of like little things here and there. A lot of different stuff that's gonna be, you know, dropped in the game. Uh again, they're gonna have their contracts and their perks and all that stuff that they usually do in, in Warzone. I think this is going to be much closer to what they intended to do in 2019 but of course due to limit limitations of them dealing with so many things dealing with cheaters and glitches on the map and whatnot they weren't able to address so i, I think this will be a definitely a better run out for them in terms of 2.0 i don't know how some of those things will do like gulag 2.0 and whatnot but we'll see maybe the community will come around to it but uh that, that's fair that's fair but on to the multiplayer portion gonna run through this really quickly um they got ricochet anti-cheat day one on warzone as well of course there's gonna be some new movements in ledge hang and mantles they're gonna be in there slides have been adjusted to remove slide canceling in all formats dolphin dives are in that are gonna be activated from tactical tactical sprints new tactical equipment and changes there's gonna be most notably a ddos which disrupts and deactivates enemy electronics and a battery life to heartbeat sensors to nerf the over usage of it gunsmith 2.0 weapons now have receivers that you can unlock a base gun on to change its function basically turn ars to smgs ars yeah ars to smgs smgs to uh you know like, like dmrs snipers shotguns the like 
You know what I'm saying? Things like that. And there's going to be weapon platform attachments and universal attachments. So basically, when you're leveling up one gun that you really like, you can actually level up other guns in that same class. You can unlock them and you can use you know, again, use them you know, when you see fit. But you don't have to you know, use every gun specifically and separately to unlock all their attachments. So there are at least going to be some shared ones that you can use. And uh, you know what I'm saying? You can basically have a universal uh, unlock system and be, be you know, actually have something when you use another gun. Uh, in terms of maps and modes, we have some battle maps. Of course, going to be ground war focused, 32v32. Core maps, 6v6, are going to be more simplistic and more three-lane focused, promoting faster gameplay, kind of uh, kind of toning it back a little bit from last iteration. Uh, new modes in knockout, which is round-based. Tomb teams are going to be fighting over a bag of cash in the middle of the map, and they must either eliminate the enemy team or hold the bag for 60 seconds. Uh, prisoner rescue, which is a brand new siege-style mode. Both teams have a hostage and must carry the opposition hostage to an extraction point. Invasion ground war, uh, which is basically adding ground war team deathmatch with some ai in the middle to populate the map uh third person returns which is actually pretty big third person third person mode perspective and the playlist are back uh basically you can switch back to first person when you ads actually really really cool addition i really like that uh raids which is going to be a new three-player co-op experience involving combat and puzzle solving for rewards spec ops is actually back as well two-player asymmetric re- 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 oh my gosh the word two-player asymmetrical missions return and uh, they're going to be, again, a whole lot of different missions based off, of course, the classic MW2 stuff. A lot of different cool things there. Uh, and also, there's going to be some perk shifts. So basically, instead of having the basic three perks that you pick, you're going to have two perks from two different sets that you be, are able to pick. And then the third one and then a fourth one. And the third and fourth will be able to be unlocked in-game instead of having them automatically on your class. So it's going to be some different setups, some different things like Ghost is hidden behind a four slot that's activated in-game. Um, Last Stand is back in some form or function, however. It's basically turned into the form of Survivor. So uh, you, if you kill a person who has that perk on, they don't die. They get downed, but they have a chance to self-revive. You can't shoot anybody, but you do have a chance to self-res uh, from that down position and potentially get back in the game. So with all that being said... Thoughts on uh, the details of uh, Modern Warfare multiplayer? Um, it looks interesting. Like I like that they're taking some chances. Um, some ret- the like third person returning is like kind of cool. I just don't know, man. I just as much as I like, I think Call of Duty is a very fun game. There's just certain things that I just truthfully um, don't really care for uh, on the 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 outside perspective. It's not the modes. It's not the guns. I love that the guns are having more um unlocks uh easier because i honestly hated the idea of like let's say you're somebody who only plays warzone it sucks that like let's say you you had to struggle with the ak-47 to unlock all the perks for or all the attachments for it right and then the new a- a- ak-4u drops and you're like yo this has literally the same exact attachments but now i gotta mm-hmm. grind out this really whack this no no attachment have an ass gun mm-hmm. to get it to that point um <clears throat> it's rough uh so i like that they're having a more um an easier unlock system not easier but a, a more transferable unlock unlock system i hope that not everything can be unlocked via one gun though because i think that mm-hmm. would really make the that would change it because that was one of my favorite things to do back when i used to play call of duty was like all right i unlocked everything for this shotgun and now i'm gonna go play with this shotgun like it makes you mm-hmm. yeah like switching things just made it more it was just more fun more things to do in that mm-hmm. game and it would suck that yeah. like i use this one gun unlocked everything now there's no point in me using ars yeah. anymore Nah, nah, nah. Um, there still is, there still is, like, because they have, like, they have the, the weapon-specific one, so it's like, you still have to use it to unlock the best of the best stuff that on that's on a certain gun, but you can start with something if you go to the next one over, like, okay, I actually want to use it. Yeah, and that's perfect, I think that that's, that's perfectly fine. Um, the new mm. modes seem, seem really interesting, I like a 32v32 um, type of mode, because it gives you, like, that Warzone experience without having to play Warzone. Mm. Um, 
But at the end of the day, what I'm really looking forward to is just big change on the side of like optimization, big change on the side of like uh, how big this game is. Cause like the, all this stuff, all this content sounds amazing, but I just cannot possibly fathom how big this game is going to be because yeah. they've never really gone down in size and they've never really been like, yo, we're working on anything to, co to, to compress these enormous ass games. Maybe with it being on mobile, they're 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 finding a way to like I just I just can't even comprehend the regular base Call of Duty I want to say is more than 300 gigabytes big um, yeah. and I could be wrong I know for a fact it's more than 200 gigabytes but I'm yeah. I, I'm you know I'll look it up and that's really the biggest issue that's my biggest takeaway from Call of Duty games is that like it it's cool but the mm. game is enormous and if you have like yeah. a, a base PlayStation Five or a base Xbox Series X with no upgraded uh, memory. You're playing three games at the most on that console because you don't have space if you have Warzone on there. Mm -hmm. You know, I hear, I hear it, definitely. It's kind of like the Cat 22 that do it. They just have to learn how to compress stuff, bro. They have to learn how to compress files and like just really like tighten up the actual like download, bro. Because if I'm playing, if I'm waiting two days just to play the game, that's going, that's going again, set me in a bad mood already. But I will uh, go ahead. It's 250 gigabytes on PC and 150 gigabytes on console. That's um, crazy. That's still pretty crazy for one game. That's nuts. Mm -hmm. I don't have any game on my PC outside of uh, Total War Warhammer 3 that's 100 gigabytes. That game has so much shit, it's not even funny. Um, it's, that's, and that's my only issue, is that, like, you, like, why? Why? Why is this this big? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, man. But yeah, I just, I just hope they find a way to can really compress stuff down and, and mitigate that, like, burden on people's hard drives. That would be nice. Uh, but to speak on the experience of what I've seen so far from the gameplay, of course, a hell of people had to drop their gameplays on YouTube and whatnot. It looks faster. It looks it looks pretty smooth from what I'm seeing. The audio still needs to have some fixes there and there, but it's still the beta. So I know they're still going to uh, hopefully tidy some things up. Uh, I will say this. I'm I'm 100 percent going to give this a shot. Because I mean, it's Modern Warfare 2, at least off the nostalgia, I'll give you a shot. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. You know, what I'm saying? I, I at least owe you that, my boy. But I will say this. This is where this is where things differ. And this is where Call of Duty has an advantage in terms of offering something for their player base. You know how we talked about Apex and LTMs and stuff like that? And how they have a lack of modes that force people into the same pools as the most competitive, sweatiest players in a player base, right? Yeah. Now look at look at how many experiences Call of Duty has. The advantage that they have in numbers, which unfortunately does relate to the size of the files and whatnot. Hopefully they again, hopefully they work to like bring that down. But look at the experiences. They have um they have spec ops mode. Yeah, they have spec ops mode. They have okay, regular base multiplayer, 6v6, 32v32. Um, how many different modes in there? Like at least eight different modes in there that they'll, that they'll probably add more on to. They'll have Warzone, they have DMZ mode, they have so much spread for all the competitive play. That I feel like the ability to find a game that's a lot more casual is much more possible in the Call of Duty bucket than an Apex bucket or another bucket somewhere else. They have the advantage of really stacking content on day one and creating a lot more stuff. They said they're dropping with about 18 multiplayer maps or something like that. I feel like that's a good amount to start with to really keep people f like interested in the game, having it flowing. And by the time Warzone comes out in November, all everybody else, y'all go that way. You know what I'm saying? And leave more casual gameplay for people like this. And then why, by the time the season one and two comes out, they have content, they have new modes, they have stuff like that. So I think this is where Call of Duty can win. This is where Call of Duty can win by having enough abundance of content right there at the start, which I believe they do. And then to follow it up 
with more modes that they have in their arsenal, like a team defender, like a demolition, like a headquarters and stuff like that. They can add that back into the game. They can really, again, lock lock in on making the right weapon tweaks and whatnot. Because from what I see, again, a lot of these guns, I haven't, I've, I've seen maybe like maybe one be like the outright leader of like, okay, listen, this is kind of crazy. The 74U, I saw people use a good amount, but it wasn't the be all end all from what I saw in the, in, in the, in the beta. Martian rifles look really good, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's SMGs looked good again from close ranges, but when they got to out the farther ranges, they really got beat out. Seems look, it looked like things made sense. It looked like things made sense. You know what I'm saying? From what I saw in the beta, from like you know different guns, it's like one person with a damn small SMG beaming people from across the map, unless they had some type of receiver or weapon switcher or something like that. But I'm gonna have to be the judge of the gameplay when I see it. But again, it looks like a lot of cheesy stuff, like the uh, again the uh, slide cancel. It's not there no more. You know what I'm saying? I've seen a couple bunny hops here and there, but it doesn't look like it's going to be like the craziest thing to all the people in the world. You know what I'm saying? Just the crazy PC players that have that mechanic, and I'm like, it is what it is. Um, uh, Again, the, the water mechanics, you're going to be able to swim in water, having a whole lot of more depth into that gameplay. I just feel like there's a lot of content potential, but now it's up to the game to feel good. It's now up to the game to really feel good and actually deliver on that basis, from the gunplay to the movement to all that stuff. I see the potential there to actually be a decent game, but now it's up to them to really deliver, have a good beta, figure out what you need to change, take away, move, do that stuff before October comes and make it happen. Because I want this game to be good. I want it. I want to play on Dome. I want to play on Dome, a separate map, bro. I want to. I'm not going to lie. The small part, you know what I'm saying? For me, 10, 10, 11 years ago, playing in Dome, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I've I let out just just my damn shorts, getting my nuke for the first time. I want, I want it, I want to relive that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I want to get have fun like that again in Call of Duty. But it's up to them to make that experience good on all fronts, from content to the delivery to again the cheaters, making sure Ricochet works to all those fronts. But from what I've seen so far, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. It looks like they're in a decent place, and I feel like it can get better. But again, we're just gonna have to see what they do next. Yeah. I, and I, I agree with you that that content drop does look ridiculous and it looks really mm. good. And I, like I said, I do shit on Call of Duty that literally every chance I get because I think it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but I do want this game to succeed because I feel like you guys deserve a really good game, especially with how the, the life cycle that Call of Duty has had after Modern Warfare. I feel like it hasn't really been a lot of positive news for you guys. So I would really hope mm. for this game to be good. And if it's good, because the thing is, I talk much about every Call of Duty. I've played every Call of Duty outside of Vanguard since Modern Warfare. So yeah. like I'm not opposed to actually playing it. I'll I'll go buy another entire computer tower to just have for the one game. Um but mm. that's I'm really looking out for the 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 nitty-gritty, the things that I feel like are very important of just like optimization because I don't want flashy gameplay and flashy mechan and flashy like um modes and shit to really uh excuse bad optimization, uh, yeah. excuse bad pace like uh Facts. models like we i i i don't like how much impact the name call of duty has on things just getting swept under the rug yeah so you don't want to paper over the cracks i understand 100%. yeah and the thing is, I like, I, if this game is good i will say the game is good i didn't have fun in in cold war i didn't have mm -hmm. a lot of fun in, i had fun in modern warfare then warzone came out and then it was like the bruin meta and like the metas were mm -hmm. literally just abysmal yeah. Uh, and that's why I was just like, these games suck, bro. Like, I just cannot play these games. And then, like, the optimization, I don't even want to get started on that. Yeah. But, yeah, I want them to make a good game, not just a good Call of Duty. Yeah, I agree 100%. And the onus is on them to do it, man. The onus is on mm -hmm. them 100%.
All right, moving further along into the RGG Summit, we had three big stories come from there. First and foremost, uh, we had Like a Dragon Ishin just pop out to cut out of nowhere, bro. I know when going to like these stories, bro. So uh, Like a Dragon Ishin is going to be focusing on the end of the samurai era in the 1800s Japan under the protagonist Sakamoto, Sakamoto Ryoma, which is basically a historical figure credited with a lot of work towards ending the shogunate in Japan and bringing radical reformation. There's going to be no English dub, only a sub uh, because of the uh, kind of the uh, ancient, well, not ancient, but older tongue. Uh, I forgot what the exact uh, dialect of, of, of dialect of the language it was. It was Bangan something. It's in the link, but I'll I'll I'll, I'll double check it. But yeah, they basically say no English dub, uh, and basically they said a lot of the reason why they did this project was because Go Shushima like really like succeeded. And they was like, oh yeah, let's do it, let's do our version. But it's coming February twenty first, twenty twenty three. Uh, looks pretty dope. What do you think of it, Wen? Um, I'm excited for fucking. I I'm eating. Um, this is all these games. The I, I we're on we're on the first one. Um, I'm excited. I really love the. I love. These I love the Yakuza games or the Like yeah. a Dragon games, mm-hmm. um, and I'm really excited for this. I thought it was like I was like, wait, is this like a DLC or something? Like, no, it's a full fledged game. I'm really excited for it because I think that the, this is actually going to be a really fun fun thing to watch. One of my biggest issues with Yakuza, and I understand why, like in the games, people don't just have guns. Um, like mm-hmm. when if anybody in the game has a gun, you're like, whoa, what the yes. fuck? You get that shit. But like this is the one of the first times where it's like, oh, it makes sense that nobody has a gun. Like it's mm-hmm. it's this era i'm so i'm so ecstatic nice. i you have no idea mm-hmm. yeah the one but the, but dude still has the one he still has the thing yeah. on him bro he, he still does. got that he one <laughs> he still got that one it's, yeah it's, man. it's such a good time i cannot wait it looks good bro it looks good i you will never hear me say a bad word about any yakuza like a dragon games because they're all so good i ain't gonna lie i i show respect for them you know what i'm saying that's one of the that's one of the first like playstation gaming experiences i like remember just off the demo of yakuza one bro i'm pretty sure i've said this on a podcast before too i'm like i will, I will forever have respect for yakuza bro and it just looks like they take it into so many different areas and all that it, it looks fun it looks fun bro like this 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 ishin bro i'm like yeah i, I want that i want that i i it's, it looked good, bro. And again, February, February 2023. Like, what more do you want? It's coming out soon. 100%. That's, that's it's crack rock. It might be some crack rock, bro. Uh-uh, man. Moving down to the second story of from the RGG Summit, we had Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. So that's going to be a spinoff that's connecting Yakuza 6 uh, with an upcoming title that we'll talk about in a little bit, starring Kazuma Kiryu during the events of Yakuza 7. Uh, I think it's going to be like some type of secret agent, some type of little, you know what I'm saying, espionage type of thing. It's going to be action-adventure focused. And it's coming 2023. How do you feel about Gaiden, like the man who erased his name? That's a long-ass title, but you know what I mean. This <laughs> Um, it's actually really interesting because like one, like the homie, the homie Kuryu, iconic individual, the ending of Yakuza 6 was crazy because like mm. Yakuza 5 kind of should have been the end of it. And I still have to beat three to three through five, but the yeah. way six starts off, this man was basically retired from his whole mm. life. And then like. I remember getting six because I bought Yakuza Zero, and then from that game I was hooked. Every time a new Yakuza game came out, I would I I played it as soon as it came out, and I I've been really good about beating them outside of three. Um, mm. And I remember at the end of six, I was like, oh, what a what a sad tragic tale. And then I'm like, oh man, I really want to know what's gonna happen. But I was like, you know what? I'm very happy with putting his story to bed. And then mm. Yakuza Like a Dragon came out, and I was like, yeah. okay, this game is gas. I still I'm like halfway through that game. And mm-hmm. then, like, now you're telling me that I get to see what happened to the... Because the thing... I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, essentially, yeah, like, 
we don't like we don't know what happened to to the, the main character after that. Mm. So you're just sitting there like what happened, and then like a dragon comes out. And I guess it's like all right, cool. We just never find out. Mm. This is really nuts because mm. I didn't think we were getting another another Kitty nah, story true. edition. But I'm really excited. I'm happy that they said that it was going to be more story focused. It wasn't going to be super super long. Like I love that. Not every game needs to be a big open world extravaganza. Like, give me story, just like give mm. me what I want. You don't have to. You don't have to pat it down with extra stuff. Yeah, one hundred percent. And again, it's like it, it's a nice little tie-in with everything that's going on from what it looked like. Again, it looked like they were really wanting to focus on just again, just the, the arc of Kiryu and what he's doing. Uh, I'm, I'm again, I'm personally, excited. I actually need to really like get. I'm, I'm going to watch like half of these Yakuza games. I'm probably gonna play like a minimum one. Like try and get back yeah. into everything because I'm like, damn, bro, this, I'm missing too much good stuff, bro. I'm missing too much good stuff. And speaking of that, this ties directly into the last story, which was Yakuza slash Like a Dragon Eight, which is a brand new story with Kazuma and Ichiban coming back as main protagonists. It's gonna be RPG RPG style gameplay again. Kiryu will have his own party of characters, and they've kind of dubbed this their biggest game to date, coming early 2024. When how much are you eating? A lot, man. So much. Like it's not even. <laughs> It's it's funny because right now Mondays are my stream days for fighting games. Um, I might have to add another day for streaming just for these for these games themselves. Like I need mm. I might need a JRPG day or something because there's mm. just too much, man. There's too much to not cover. Um, when I saw when I heard about Yakuza Seven, I heard about Yakuza Eight first, then I heard about Yakuza Seven. Yeah, and I'm just like, can you please let my man QDU retire, bro? <laughs> He is pushing Yo, like you see 60. the picture. You see the picture yes, of my man that changed bro. his hair. He look emo and stuff on the side. I'm like, yo, who got him like this? He's so old. He stopped like putting gel in his hair. Like you know, he's he's like wash. Like let the homies sleep. I wish they made his face a little bit more older, uh, just because it doesn't look good. Like yeah, not that like it doesn't look good, but it's much. like like his hair looks older than him, and it's yeah. just like, bro. Let him go to sleep, bro. Let him retire. Let him ride off into the wind. Please do not bring this man into Like a Dragon like 10. If he's in the <laughs> Like a Dragon 10 in anything other than a speaking role, I'm going to be mad at Sega. Oh my. Hey, listen, bro. It's, it, it's, it's, it's big money, bro. He's drawing money, though. He's drawing money, though. And, see, no, and, see yeah. both, and both of them in the same story. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, bro. Like, I I hope to see the baton moment. I hope to see the moment <laughs> where, like, like each, like, like, Kazooie. Ah, I can't even fucking. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> to see Kiryu just hand off, like, just be like, yo, this is you now. Like, you got mm -hmm. it. You run with it. Because mm -hmm. I love Like a Dragon, and, like, I just feel like it didn't get the respect it deserved because it wasn't uh, Kiryu. Yeah. But I think a lot of people are starting to warm up to the to the game because it is a different... It is a different... It's an entire different system, really. Yeah. Uh, but I'm starting to see a lot more people, like, uh, open up more to it. And he's an amazing protagonist. I really, mm -hmm. really enjoy him. Um, I cannot wait to play this game. I might have to play this on stream. I might have to put a pause on the on the fighting game. But I mean, like, this is like two, yeah. three years from now, so we don't even know, mm -hmm. man. Like, ah, oh, man, I can't wait. I'm telling you, just set your calendars, man. Mark your calendars for real, because I mean, this was this was really good. Uh, mm -hmm. damn, bro. Again, Yakuza like a dragon fans eating good, bro. I need to get I need to get it on the fist, feast, bro. I need it. I need it. I if you're somebody who hasn't played any of the Yakuza games, the recent ones, I would say start off with Yakuza Zero. Mm -hmm. And if you're like, this was amazing, then just make your way through them. There is no rush with these games. The community is very understanding. I don't think I've mm -hmm. ever seen a, a spoiler for these games really released. Mostly because a lot of these games release in like the P the oldest one, like mm -hmm. Yakuza 6 released on the PS3. 
Yeah. So you're not really going to find spoilers on the timeline for these games because yeah. everybody knows the story at this point. Mm. If you're somebody who plays Zero and you're like, this game was good, but I'm not like a huge fan, just watch the cutscenes and I promise you it is like the great... It's, it's better than some movies that you've seen. You're like, whoa, the twists in these stories are just masterpieces, honestly. Like, if you can play through Zero and say, I don't like the combat, but I love the story, then watch the things. But if you can play and you're like, wow, this is amazing... I say take your time, play all these games. They're all good games. Bet that, bet that, man. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. Because I mean, you catch up, bro. You you eating real good by the time you get to these these games that are coming out again, starting February of next year with Like a Dragon Ishin. So, good stuff, man. Good stuff. I I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to the final story of this news week. We had the PlayStation Showcase pop up out of nowhere because, of course, they just had to drop whenever on their own damn timing because that's how they are. But they started the show. The rain clouds is falling down. You know what I'm saying? It's a storm. It opens. You know what I'm saying? Just, just right there. Two feet right there in the middle. And it's Tekken 8 out of nowhere, man. Running on Unreal Engine 5. Rebuilt from the ground up with no Tekken 7 assets. It's going to be coming soon. We didn't get much details aside from the trail that we got. But when, you, you obviously seem like you was feeling it. So how you feeling? Man, if you guys want to see my, my, my pure uncut reaction, check out the YouTube because it's on there. But when I tell you, I did not, I did not expect Tekken 8 to be there. Even when I saw like the G Corp thing in the helmet, I didn't even recognize it because I was like, this is crazy. I didn't think we were going to see it so soon. They teased it at Evo and Evo wasn't that long ago. So I was just like, well, if they're just teasing it then maybe they're not even ready until like maybe game awards. What they showed off was crazy. That game looks so crispy it's not even funny it looks so brand it's it's crazy i was watching it and i felt like just watching the video on my computer my computer was like whoa we can't handle these graphics it was Mm -hmm. insane i'm buying this day one i might even buy it for my playstation so i can lab when i'm in my room like this game looks crazy bro uh, all i gotta say is man i mean What's my main, bro? I need to find a main because I need to. I need to start. I need to start labbing Tekken. Tekken Seven, like, because this it's, is. It it's not going to be those two motherfuckers that were on the screen. <laughs> let me tell you, those but those inputs, you're going to be like, nah, I'm, I'm playing something else. I'm playing something else. <laughs> I hear it, man, but nah, the game looks absolutely like it looks stellar, bro. Like literally, Unreal Engine Five, they look ridiculous. The whole muscle muscles growing and stuff. Like the muscle flex, John. I'm like, yo, that's yeah, crazy, uh, but. It, it looks rain, it look, the water oh. facts is going to be an, a complete different experience and i can't wait to hear more from Tekken. honestly bro fight fgc fans you know what I'm saying stand up you got some good news this week all right moving down to a couple of quick stories uh, again we got more like a dragon Ishin, which is there we already talked about it um psvr uh psvr 2 stuff we got some star wars tales from the galaxy's edge enhanced edition and demio i think you know what i'm saying cool yeah cool yeah give me a headset you know and i'll care yeah, literally. Uh, next, we had Pacific Drive, which is a first-person survival driver game set in uh, the Olympic Exclusion Zone in the American Northwest. Uh, basically, it's been abandoned for about decades and has a lot, a lot of dark secrets within. Uh, looks pretty cool, pretty scary. Uh, how'd you feel about this one really quickly? I used to not care. I'm kind of caring more. We'll see what happens. Give me a code. I'll definitely care. Yeah, Pharisees. I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I ain't gonna lie to you, but it, it, looked, it looked pretty interesting. It looked pretty interesting. I, I wonder what's like under the surface that's following you so hard, but We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation Stars seems to be a whole set of NFT collections, I guess. Uh, eh. It just looked like digital collectibles. I would much if they would have came out and said PlayStation Stars would get you, get you points towards discounts and things like that. I would have cared so much more. But here we are. Yeah. 
unfortunate right there. Uh, Sin Duality is a sci-fi third-person mech shooter with some co-op elements that were hidden in the trailer as well. Uh, looked like some, you know, exploration, some, again, mining, some harvesting, uh, some action, of course, that mixed in. Coming 2023, how'd you feel about that? Yeah, that looked pretty gas. I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that. Listen, I ain't gonna lie. I was, you know what I'm saying? The, the mech, the mech thing, I might, I might have to tap into, bro. I ain't gonna lie. It I, I kind of, cool. I kind of rock with the mechs. I rock with you the throw mechs. some base building and I'm sold. That might actually be crazy. If, and especially if it's co-op too, because I saw another player like got hit in that, in a part of the trailer too. So I was like, okay, maybe he's like, again, a sandbox type of thing with multiple people. And if it's like up to four, I might go crazy. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That might go crazy. That might go crazy. All right. Next up, we had Stellar Blade. Formerly Project Eve, uh, basically you're battling the undead in some bleak futuristic setting in an underground city called Zion in a third-person hack and slash action RPG. It was really interesting. Looked a lot more polished. Um, yeah, man, how'd you feel about this one? Graphics look crazy. That definitely looks like it looks like a very big like PlayStation's answer to Bayonetta if they needed one. It's it's definitely mm. a good game. I'm like I'm definitely copping it. Um, I just hope that they, like if they just put these games on that PlayStation Plus, man, boy, with that that shit would be selling, bro. Nah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Uh, this is this is the thing for me though. I'm like, yeah, the jump from you know when it first dropped to Project Eve, it looked like Project Eve looked like eh, it was like eh, cool. Yeah. The graphics didn't look too great. The, the the movement looked like it was cool, but this looks again leaps and bounds better. Leaps and bounds, man. I tell you, this looks actually really really interesting. Again, some of the executions and just the enemy types that you deal with looks really nice. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. Definitely. I'm I'm 100% looking out for Stellar Blade now. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we had Rise of the Ronin, uh, which is basically exploring the world of feudal Japan, playing as a self-proclaimed Ronin, diving into the immersive combat across a large land. Looked like really super like it, it didn't look super like super natural, but it was like a lot more animated in terms of some of the like you know things. He had like a glider and everything like that, like really expansive type stuff. But I mean, how did you feel about Rise of the Ronin? It looked really good. Um, it looks really good, but I just feel like with like like a dragon Ishin being announced at the same time, will both of those games get played? Probably. Um, mm. I'm excited <laughs> for one more than the other, but that's yeah. really just a personal preference. Both of them look really, really good. I just want to see how it plays because it was kind mm. of like I saw we saw a little smidgen of gameplay, but it wasn't yeah. live gameplay. It was like recorded. So I really want to see how this game plays. One hundred percent. And I'm like, listen, y'all are kind of in the. You, you listen, I just I just hope that Ghost of Shima 2 does not get announced in the next like year or so because y'all gonna be in trouble. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. But this actually looks pretty cool. Again, it looks like pretty distinct with some of like the more animated, the more, I guess, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say fictional, but like more like exaggerated type of you know actions or behaviors, like a whole ass glider and stuff like that. Like some of the, the movements and combos looked really like, you know. It, it looked a little extra, but you know what I'm saying? But in a good way, in a good way, like like real flashy combos and stuff like that. It, it looked pretty cool. And again, open world is feudal Japan. You, I'm, I'm a whore, so you kind of sold me there. You kind of got me. So, I mean, I'm definitely on the lookout for that. Oh, for man. Sure. And last, but certainly not least, baby, God of War, Crack Narok. You heard me correct. I'm going to say it one more time. God of War, Crack Narok. We got another trailer. A whole lot of story implications were in there. A whole lot of gameplay implications. We saw new realms, new characters. We saw a little bit of Thor and um and um Kratos fight. We saw a lot of different things, man. I, is this too much to cover, bro? This is too much to cover, man. How did you feel about it? It was nuts, man. It was... First things first, I like to say I'm very excited to see a God of War story 
that isn't necessarily driven by Kratos. Uh, Kratos has almost never, I want to say almost, but I think I'm pretty, I think I can pretty much say he has never played the support role in mm. any of his stories. He's always been the main character. And now to see that um, his son is, is the, uh, what's the word for it? The catalyst. He's the, the catalyst for everybody. Yeah. He's pushing Kratos Literally. forward, essentially being like, yo, I need you to do X. Like, we need to do this, that, and the third. It It is very exciting. The The set pieces okay. were insane. I love it. Oh, my God. The the, the Mjolnir, like, the class. The class of the Leviathan accent Mjolnir, and he snapped and it came back. Oh! It was crazy. We're not ready for that. Nobody's ready for that. I need um, that, baby. November? <sighs> is a crazy month i just disgusting. It's, it, disgusting, and it's bro. just it's it, like pokemon is in november but if even if it was just god of war the month would already be like damn I, I, I can't i can't play anything else like there's i have to beat this first it would have been crazy, crazy. Yep, I'm making, I'm moving everything out the way. Literally, only Pokemon and that's getting played. I'm telling you, it's going to be 75% God of War. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I just want to really quickly spew my theory. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I just, I personally think that, okay, this is, this is what I'm thinking. 10-4 ten, ten had time. 10-4 had time. The reason why, of course, Atreus, uh, he's, he's like, yo, you need to trust me, dog. You need to trust me on this. Real talk, bro. You need to relax, Kratos, and just trust me. I feel like at some point, he really does figure out that, you know, he's the cause of all this. Well, because of the writings on the wall and stuff like that from the last game, if you were spoiled on it, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry this game's been out for like five years. It's tough. But I think that he knows what he's doing at, uh, up to a certain point, and he's doing it to keep him alive because if he didn't destroy the realm or, again, try and complete Ragnarok, he's gone. So they're probably going to end everything. Like, Ragnarok's going to be, it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people are like, oh, they're trying to prevent Ragnarok from happening, blah, blah, blah. But I think Kratos, I mean, Atreus is actually going to try and make it happen. So everything just drops off and they just move to the next area, which might be like Egypt or something like that. I don't know. But I really think that that's what's going to happen. But I could be wrong. That's just my theory, though. He's telling them to trust them. And he's like, all right, bet. I'll go with you in these places. I don't know why you're doing it. And then you see he has Skull and Hati next to him. And then they chase the moon and they chase the sun. And then like, that's that's that means eternal darkness, bro. That means Ragnarok really here. I'm just saying. It's a lot of good story and hook it to my veins, bro. It's going to be a game of the year race. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it right now, bro. They just made the cut. Elder Ring, I'm telling you, bro, this, this narrative might give it a real race. I don't think it's as set in stone as people may think. That's all I'm going to say. All I'm going to say. I have, I have my, my theories of who's going to win, um, of who's going to win game of the year. Um, it's going to be a close one, I feel like, but I think I know who's going to be on top. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, I feel like that's something that we could do. We could do late, closer to game awards. We could definitely have like on a podcast. We, oh, yeah. We choose our games and then see what, see what people think. But um, yeah, this game looks like a real contender. I wasn't really super sold on like the last few, even like the one trailer, the first time mm. when they were announced and we first saw Tear, for some yeah. reason, I always kept forgetting that that trailer existed. Mm -hmm. And it's not even like, a negative thing i just felt like when i first saw that trailer it just felt like the game wasn't really anything crazy it's too far removed to materialize in your head like oh it's kind of i was watching it and i was like these characters are cool but i could see how they took like characters mm -hmm. from the the first game and just like kind of reshaded them and kind of moved things around like in my mind that's kind of how i was right i was writing it off a smidge 
And then watching this, this, I was like, whoa, I'm way more invested because I didn't know much about the story. That was the biggest thing is I didn't really know what was going on. It was kind of just a showing of certain things. And this trailer really made me care. Like it re- I was like, whoa, no, I, I need to, I need to stop playing around this. Mm. I need to put some respect on this game because it looks crazy. Yeah. Nah, I hear you, bro. I'm telling you, it's going to be a real run, bro. This is Santa Monica really don't be missing, bro. They don't be missing. Especially with God of War, they have learned how to really put out a great game in the the game series called God of War. The reason why I rate it as one of my highest of all time, you know what I'm saying? This reason why I play damn near every one of them, you know what I'm saying? Like I I think they are really gonna take it to another direction, especially with the narrative. I think that coupled with some of the gameplay changes to make that game a whole lot smoother because that's what it really looks like. It could really again if it supersedes God of War, the first one, the the remake in 2018. It's already a high bar, but I really think that they're going to take it to another place with it, bro. It's going to be <sighs> cracking the rock, baby, cracking the rock. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much excited. I can't wait to play just on like, I don't even know if I really do anything with it on stream or for content or anything. That might just be a personal. I'm just playing that. Now I'm playing that yeah. by myself, bro. That's seclusion. That's seclusion. That's, I'm sorry. Maybe a video essay. I might show you all some gameplay, mm-hmm. but I promise you that's I'm not going to be like, all right, guys, we'll be back next week to play the rest of this game. Like, no, I'm not even. Mm-hmm. You're crazy. Nah, y'all lucky if y'all get crazy. that, boy. <laughs> we'll we'll see at the game of the year conversation. We'll talk about it we'll, then. We'll talk about it yeah, then. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, that's that's all the notes we had on the pod today, bro. Um, I know there was a couple of stories out there floating around. Like, shout out to Splatoon 3 for breaking some sales records. Um, EA and Koei Tecmo are making some type of hunting game, which is crazy. Uh, Lost Judgment's now on, out on PC on Steam, which I'm going to get that. I'm going to buy that right now because uh, Lost Judgment and Judgment are awesome. Uh, from what I've seen, so I need that. Um, any closing notes before we get up out of here, when? Um, if you're not too sure about buying a game, wait for it to, to be on Game Pass, because it feels like every game that you want to buy ends up on, because I wanted, I wanted Lost Judgment on PC for so long, and then I was like, fuck it, I'm going to just bought it, and I bought Lost Judgment full price on PC, mm. PS5, oh, yeah. and now it's on PC, and it's like, great, whatever. It's fair. It's fair. Def- definitely should probably, again, heed his advice. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, all I want to say is thank y'all so much um, for just all the support and everything that's going in, man. We want to really try and push the tempo because y- your boys are definitely locked in for DreamCon again. You know what I'm saying? So we want to get some stuff going, man. We're trying to get some stuff really rolling. People noticing the pod uh, by the time we get up out there next year. Um, uh, check us out. Make sure you check us out all podcast platforms. And you know what I'm saying? Rate us five stars. You know what I'm saying? Just search No Cool Down in your favorite podcast platform especially on spotify and apple Podcasts, and we will be there uh, just search up no cooldown again rate us five stars share it with a friend tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to literally go into your friend's phone and actually do it and plug it in there so they don't have to do it and then of course check the video version on wotaku channel and all the great content on wotaku channel with when and panda uh that's w-o-t-a-k-u-c-h-a-n-n-e-l check out that man trip on all platforms at no cooldown pod on twitter and of course all for growth at all for growth on twitter for all the great update and content that we do uh with the rest of the crew uh, again, it's been a really dope episode. Uh, actually, very, very timely. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, there's so much stuff to come. These next few weeks are going to be absolutely insane, man. But uh, that's all we got here on episode 39 of No Cooldown Podcast. We love y'all. We thank y'all so much. Make sure you drink y'all waters. Uh, play y'all, play y'all games, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody tell you different. You know what I'm saying? Because video games are dope. And listen, that's what we do, bro. That's what we do. We talk about these, John. So, uh, I'm going to sign us off, bro. We up out of here, man. No cool down is gone.